Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. a brand new episode of Don't Quote Me. I'm your host, Orla Condon, and this week I'm joined by the wonderful Sorel Mazia, otherwise known as Coco Sorel. With over 30 million likes on TikTok, Sorel shares her hilarious commentary on everything from telly to politics, all with a dose of positivity. Known to many My Pot on Paper listeners for her Love Island hot takes both on and off the podcast, Sorel has now also found a home on the red carpet interviewing some of Hollywood's biggest stars. Coming up on today's show, lots of Love Island updates as Maya Jama is announced as the new host. Ekin Sue confirms a spot on Dancing on Ice and Chloe and Toby reportedly call time on their relationship. Married at First Sight UK comes to a messy, messy end ahead of a two-part reunion this week. And as BravoCon wraps for another year, we're talking about some of the biggest moments from the weekend and some of our favourite franchises. In other news, Sorel is going to start binging The Watcher after the Netflix series had me hooked. And we're going to hear from you guys about the chaotic friends in your lives. Let's get stuck in. Okay, guys, I am going to say at the very top of this episode, it's been a week for me. I am feeling a certain way when the world is kind of feeling a little bit heavier than it normally does for me. It's a bit self-induced. It's a bit mopey. So I'm really just going to be super self-indulgent today and talk about my favorite things, which are reality TV shows, and talk about one of my favorite people to talk about this shit with, Sorel Madia, Coco Sorel, friend of my pot on paper and friend to the world through her social media channels welcome back or Hello. welcome you've never been here but welcome back to our yes. relationship on yes. podcast yeah. this is I'm so happy to be here thank you and I'm honored um to be you know this is my first time on this pod and I'm very yep. happy this is gonna we, be fun we did so well on the other one I thought like oh. let's dream team transferable skills you know let's bring them up <laughs> 
<laughs> bring them on over. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so we were just having a little like, how you doing chat just before we started recording. And I feel it would be unfair not to reiterate while we're recording that you're having like a pretty amazing time right now. And it's one of those lovely things to see as the person who is a content creator to see someone right and I know for you it's hectic and you're like it's all happening but to watch someone truly who truly deserves it riding that wave is so lovely to watch are you like are you totally like just fuzzed up with it all or are you trying to grasp how cool it is I'm 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 trying you know like when they say like try and be present like I am trying yeah. to like appreciate because honestly stuff like this is like it's insane you, you it's literally insane but I am, it's literally one thing after the other at the moment. So they're short-lived moments of like, oh, this cool thing happened. And then it's yeah. like, another cool thing. I'm like a kid in a toy <laughs> store. And I'm just like, wow, lots of cool stuff. Um, but yeah, no, it's good. I'm kind of running on like adrenaline and yeah. that sort of vibe. But I'm, I am, I am, I am trying to be as present and really appreciate it as much as I possibly can because Lord knows this is kind of, you know, what I've been praying and asking for for years. And like, it's just, <laughs> it's, it's fun and I love it. And yeah, it's yeah. great. Yeah. And the last week has been as busy as the weeks before. You were at, what was the premiere you were at yesterday? It was Knives Out, right? It was Knives so Out, yeah. Yeah. At the, the London Film Festival on oh, the red carpet. Crazy. So what silly. am I doing on red carpet? It's so I silly. I love, love it. I love it so much. It's, it's like they don't know who they've like got on. I'm the most chaotic human being ever. Um, but no, it was fun. It was really, really fun. And like, yeah, I got a hug from Daniel Craig. That was a moment. What did he smell like? I feel oh. like I feel like he has a he has a really good, strong smell. He's okay. I can't specifically say what the scent was yeah yeah, but yeah. i can say it smelt like man but layered mm. you know like a man who can not only cut down a tree and build you a house but no. can also <laughs> no do they exist i don't who, know who do you speak of <laughs> sorry Which we're, not, we're not all hugging daniel craig on the daily <laughs> i'm so sorry i'm so sorry oh no 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 you've confused me with someone <laughs> No, I, I'm I'm saying he if, yeah, yeah, if you yeah. were to know a man who can cut down a tree and build a house, that if you were to know come. a man, yeah. comma, continue, <laughs> then that is what he would smell of. He okay. just feels very manly and like, but like protectory, and he's so suave and yeah, he's just a cool guy. Like he's, he's a cool guy, isn't he? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's it. So and like not not in a like super super intimidating way but like in a kind of a warm way yeah in like yeah. a warm friendly and he just like glides across the red carpet he was great he was really, really I mean I only had I kid you not let's say seven seconds if even yeah that. those those things are always super tight right like yes. you feel, and like you've spent hours getting ready you're there hours before you're like getting yep. all set up all this kind of stuff yep. and then it's like you get like moments yeah and you're yeah. like oh that was lovely. And then someone's telling you, like, make that go viral. And you're like, <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. What do I do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The worst. The worst. Crazy. Crazy. What a week. What a week for you. Um, a- I had one of those weeks where I feel, do you, I, I don't know. Is it, I don't know. Is it the age I'm at? I don't know. Is it? I don't know what it is. It could be seasonally as well. Mm-hmm. But I had one of those weeks where I just felt like I'm just going to be quiet. I just felt really mm-hmm. quiet. I felt really like, 
just like a bit oh I don't feel like myself and I mm. and I was like and even coming on here it's like oh I hope I'll find the energy to like kind of get yeah. my shit in gear and like let's have a fun chat or whatever and I I knew that these topics would get me there but I have <laughs> to say when Sorel came on the zoom call she like couldn't figure out her tech she couldn't figure out her camera and she's like Look, I'll just do the old thing I'll turn it off turn it back on and it'll probably be good in she pops at a 90 degree flip with like <laughs> the space virtual background binder and, and just this look of sheer confusion like wait am I in space <laughs> like, purely believing that like I must be in space <laughs> it's just I was like, this is the tonic that I needed so So chaotic. So chaotic. Oh my gosh. Just keeping you so humble. <laughs> you were like, wait, why am I why am I on the degree? And- sideways? <laughs> is that France? Like, what's going on? <laughs> a mess. A mess. Oh, so thank you so much for like that cleanse before we got going because We've got some good stories. This it was definitely self-indulgent, but there's been some good reality TV news. And I yeah. felt, even though it's a little bit old, like we're definitely mm-hmm. coming to it last. If you didn't mm-hmm. hear, you're probably not in the right place. Right. Like, <laughs> get quicker news, guys. Um, but we're going to cover it because it's obviously how me and you met. And it's obviously a huge part of our TV interest. And it's Love Island. And it's Maya Jama, who has been officially confirmed as the next season of Love Island which I feel like we discussed on yeah. my pot on paper was a rightful decision at the time. Yeah. Were you surprised or were you like, ah, yeah, it was going to happen? I was not surprised. And yeah. the only reason was because AJ was taken out of the running. This, because... this is exactly my thinking. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. They were the only two that I was like, yeah. if anyone, it's going to yeah. be them too. Yeah. Um, and when AJ came out, I was like, I I, I would bet my house if I had a house. I would yeah. bet my house <laughs> on it being the one that Daniel aunt. Craig will buy for you. Right, exactly. <laughs> or build exactly. for you. Yeah. <laughs> that house, I'll bet it on my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Because, yeah, I think, it's a, I think it's the right fit. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. I think she's got enough presenting experience mm. to carry the show. I think she's confident enough in herself to bring her own flair to the show and spice it up. Yeah. I also don't think there's going to be a lot of biasness with her I think she's quite a yeah she'll be neutral as yeah. a as a host um and she's a, a fan so that always helps and she's a fan which yeah which always helps because Laura Whitmore never really felt like a true fan no. and like, I'm pretty sure we discussed this on my pot on paper as well about like that that's just always felt like a weird brand fit for Laura yeah. like it never really felt like a show that really fit into her wheelhouse and when we were discussing like all summer long, you know, who we thought might take mm-hmm. over. And then when Laura was confirmed to be leaving, mm-hmm. I had always wanted my Ajama. Like from when Caroline first announced that she had stepped away mm-hmm. and then it became a permanent role. I was like, my Ajama is the perfect fit here to mm-hmm. kind of signal in change on this show as well. It was mm-hmm. like a fresh start. It felt like a new vibe and it felt like the right, just the right person. Obviously it was more recent when, her ex Stormzy was on and they had that connection with the show and it just felt Mm. really really appropriate and then when it came to this year I was like oh maybe she's gone off the boil just a little bit because at the time she was super buzzy like really 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 buzzy Mm. I thought oh maybe she's kind of gone off the boil just a little bit now because AJ Odudu is now boiling boiling piping hot like for anyone who doesn't know Googler 
just yeah. like Google her and figure yeah. it out. She hosted Big Brother a bit on the side. She was on Strictly, I think, like three, yeah. four years ago. Currently, she's hosting um, a lot of shit for Channel 4, Maths yeah. spinoff show. There is the, the breakfast on the yeah. weekends. There's something else as well. Oh, the hair thing. She's like yes, a hair show. Blow up. She's fucking every, like everywhere. She's Booked everywhere. And busy. Booked and busy. Front yeah. of Cosmo UK yeah. this month. Like yeah. really, really popular. And I was like, she is like more trending right now mm. than Maya Jama is. But then when you introduce the other element that I kept forgetting, which is Big Brother is back and up for grabs. Exactly. You then had two really exciting presenter roles that yep. should go to two women. Mm-hmm. And there is two perfectly placed women who mm-hmm. have been grafting for these kind of platforms for the last couple of years. And how, look, AJ hasn't been confirmed as Big Brother, but like, oh. if I was a betting person, like I'd be pretty fucking confident she's going to get Big Brother. Like, I would, if she got Big Brother, that would be the perfect fit. Because yeah. I do think, and again, we're going off a of fit. I think AJ is more fit to Big Brother than she is to Love Island. And yeah. I think Maya is more fit to Love Island than she is to Big Brother. Yeah. Um, so I think in terms of like them as personalities, as presenters, this would be like, if yeah. all the stars aligned, this would be the perfect outcome because yeah. they do deserve it. They've been grafting for years. And yeah, I, I'm... I'm happy it's Maya. I think she's going to zing up the show. I yes. think the fashions are going to look good. I'm sorry, Laura, but sometimes I honestly was so confused with what you were every wearing. Time, every time I see anything with a heart on it, I just God. think Laura Whitmore would have bought that just to wear on the violence. Anything with a heart. Anything. Do you, do you remember that waistcoat situation? Oh, God, love, oh, her. God, God love, her. love her. But it, yeah. So mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I think, but I am glad though that Maya didn't, go on to the show actually kind of differently to you when um at that time I'm I'm glad that didn't happen I think weirdly enough it had to be Laura I just think she overstayed yeah it had to be Laura to bridge that gap and also her and Caroline had a relationship do you know what I mean like I think that felt right yeah but it was definitely extended Far too long. Oh no, it should have definitely been like temporary custody. Exactly. Like, yeah, it definitely, I know what you're saying. She, she was the safest pair of hands to give it to at the time, given what was going on Mm -hmm. with Caroline. And then obviously Mm -hmm. later when Caroline took her own life, like if it felt like, oh, actually maybe it wasn't who I wanted, but I actually totally get this decision. And I feel like the network is probably really glad that they went there. Yeah. And now I feel like, you know, there was there was questions heading into the season of Love Island of like whether it would be as good because last year was pretty rough and we mm-hmm. all were kind of questioning it. And we spoke mm-hmm. about that a lot this summer and this summer really turned it around. Yeah. And when they announced that they were going to do winter and summer in 2023, mm. we were all a bit like, oh, like don't too much yeah. too soon, guys. Like, let's not. But I feel like with new energy with Maya, with that new energy. Yeah, could really be. And look, I've set high expectations for Love Island and they've absolutely let me down before. So like, who's to say they won't do it again? But it feels like we're heading into kind of next gen of Love Island. And like winter will be a very different show Mm -hmm. to what we're used to, which Mm -hmm. has me excited because we give so much fucking time to the show. Yeah. Want to feel like they're putting the work in to kind of bring you something new. And I don't know. I don't know if we're overstating what Maya Jama is going to do because the host, as we know, doesn't really have a huge role. Hmm. But I feel at the very least it'll make After Sun bearable. Like, like, yeah. 
And I think also what was nice when Caroline was doing it was the connections she had with the contestants. Yeah. Um, and I think an element of that needs to come back in. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you're saying, After Sun will actually be a watchable program that doesn't make me want to scrape my eyeballs out. It's awful. It's, it's so, so bad. It's so it, poor. And I think they also just need to do more with like listening to the fans. They And that's not a Maya situation. That's a production situation. But they have to listen to the fans more because honestly, we want the tweet challenge. Oh. They're, yeah, they're, no, no, 100%. It's like, we need a little bit more. Like, don't be, yeah. you, you can't be afraid of the spice. Exactly. But we get that you can't give us like extra, extra hot. Do you know what I mean? Like we so, get that, like, you know what I mean? Temper exactly. it a small bit. Yeah, I saw as well this week, which I thought was just such a weird headline. And and just generally, I find Love Island, once the show is over, I just, I don't really care about the balls around the Islanders. I don't really care about them at the NTAs. I don't really care about all that stuff. But Ekin Sue did an interview, I think, last week or the week before with, I think it was E! News, where she said she was offered the gig, but said she didn't want it. And I just don't buy it. I'm calling bullshit. I just don't buy that she was offered one of the biggest presenting gigs in ITV. And she a, said that, no. a, that that happened. And B, that she said no. Like, I don't believe that Ekin Sue was, was rang and was like, will you do it? And she said no. And then they were like, right, get Maya on the phone. Yeah. I, just don't, I just don't believe it. I, just don't I can it. believe that they asked her to help out yes. with After Sun. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like how on like Watch What Happens Live, there's like Andy and then there's a guy in the bar. Yeah. He would have been like the equivalent of the person in the bar. Oh my God. Do you remember that a comedian this year on After Sun? Oh, don't. Oh, <laughs> trigger warning. That comedian The worst the Oh worst. my god no actually I'm literally having flashbacks I know I have such second hand embarrassment for him It was awful 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 Sorrel Oh my god I didn't even want to, I didn't even want to no, talk about it It was, it was so but, so bad But that kind of secondary exactly. role Yeah I think Ekin being like Yeah they rang me and asked me to host I was like oh hon yeah. I don't think they did I don't oh. think they did Cute, sweet. That's so sweet for you. Um, yeah. what what is your appetite for Love Island news when the show ends? Like, do you care? Like, the Gemma PLT stuff was only entertaining to me because it was so terrible. Like, I yeah. don't care. Like, I just don't care. I, I want care them to be happy, but I just don't care. No, I, no, I'm I'm the same. I'm I. Th- what I always say is, I like Love Island, the show. If you go on yeah. to the show, I'm watching you. Once the mm. show ends. You are no longer a character in my life anymore. Go yeah. and do what you need to do. But like, have I checked up on anyone from any other? No, I don't. No. It's only the people who I'm like, oh, I actually like, for example, I follow Kaz on Instagram. I like her. Yeah. Um, I like um, India and Danny. Oh. I like Ekinsu. I don't yeah. follow David Day, but that doesn't mean I don't like him. He's just not somebody who I wanted to necessarily. You're not missing out. Afterwards. He, he did the most questionable, like at like Spawn Con with boots last week. Like he did this like boots optician Spawn Con oh. where he was like, "My glasses are so much about my style," and it was like, "Oh, David Day, like this is like you couldn't give a fuck about your glasses. <laughs> you literally could not care where your glasses came from. This is the least convincing Spawn Con I have That's- ever seen, and I've seen my fair share of skinny tea ads. Do you know what I mean? Like." Fucking That's give hilarious. me a break. That is like, hilarious. He's like, yeah. I got prescription sunglasses as well. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Believe. 
yeah i i i don't care i honestly no. I, I don't care like wish you all the best however i will having said that that whole adam and page thing that had me curious that yeah. had that did tingle me my senses because i was seeing the tiktok and i was like wow bloody hell anyway yeah. like he's smarter than that though right like he's smarter than to you get caught think. in a chipper like you would think but no but no <laughs> but yet no but yet, alas no uh I, I saw it and I was like I was like I'm not surprised yeah but I I would have wanted like I expect more and I don't know why I put that bar up so so high yeah I don't know why we do that to ourselves why you know what? You I think mean? I think the most surprising person and like I think there's a lot of them that go into it and like they understand that there's that fame and fortune coming their way and like all the kind of you know career progression that'll come with that but mm-hmm. I think a lot of them think that like becoming Molly May is easier than maybe what it is oh, oh gosh, and I yeah. think we see that with like like not to be like Gemma but like Gemma putting up like her YouTube videos being like I don't really know what to do on these but oh I know I'm meant God. to do them and it's like Gemma like what the fuck and like then being like oh you know I love my jewelry so I'm doing this line with jewelry when you wear a piece that's worth like 50 grand around your neck and that's it like what are you what and like oh, I've always shopped PLT already because I've never I've never seen you PLT. all you wear is like designer garb which is fine but like stop selling out and sit and trying to sell down to the people who won't be able to afford what you actually wear a hundred and ten percent it's that fucking whole, weird. Also, before you go on to Love Island, I think, let's be honest, no one's going on there for love anymore. Like, love is now the bonus, but what yep. you're going on there is like career, whatever. Let's just call a spade a spade. Yeah. When you go in, do your research about PR companies because some of these PR decisions are awful. And I will say the Gemma thing, yeah. Why did you go to PR? You, you could have done so. Like anything, but PLT yeah. just made no sense to me. Yeah. Um, and then the collection was just blackluster. Yeah. So was, bad. It was like PTA mom going to pick oh. up a three-year-old child. It was it, it was, was so bad. Terrible. I'm so sorry if anyone bought stuff from that range, but I I'm sorry, I thought it was bad. Not that I'm fucking fashionista one on or but like no. But the thing is. For what it was, it was fine. It was like plain basics, fine. But yeah. it wasn't of a 19-year-old in her youth and her prime. No, no, no. Why are we dressing like we're going? What's no. going on here? This is And then you compare those career decisions and those choices and that kind of to who I think has probably had the strongest. Ooh. Actually, well, it's a tie. But Tasha and India have both. yeah. yeah leveraged gonna, something fierce out of the show and are are moving up the level that I feel yeah. like Gemma and Ekin are failing to get up to like yeah. I think Tasha perfect 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 like I nailed it to a T oh it's her it nothing was jarring or weird I was yeah. like yeah the fashions she gave us amazing looks all the time yeah the fact that it's pre-loved, tick, tick, tick. Yeah. The fact that she did everything to do with, you know, the death campaign and love. Yeah. Um, India the same. Makeup with boots, fantastic. Also, it gives her leeway to work with Fenty and other brands. Fantastic. Yeah. I will also add, it's not necessarily what they've done, but more so what they haven't done. Yeah. And it's yeah. damning. 
Yeah. Because he hasn't technically done anything, Mm -hmm. but I know what he's trying to get to and he's positioning himself so perfectly for to get to that point. And I'm, I can see a mastermind plotting and it's working. I hope it comes to fruition fully for him, but he is also another one who I think he knows exactly what he wants. He's not just going to take the boohoo man campaign because that's not him. Yeah. And what's yeah. funny is he's going to be one of those people in a couple of years where you're going to be like, oh my God, yeah, he was on Love Island. Exactly. Like he'll be that person. You're like, fucking hell, Dammy was on Love Island. Exactly. Like I totally forgot that part of his exactly. journey. And mm-hmm. you can totally see it. And like even yeah. down to Tasha's like the shoots that she's choosing to do and, yeah. you know, wearing pre-loved on the NTA red carpet last yeah. week or week before and like all of this stuff, it just is creating like a broader brand rather than I'm going to get money there and I'm going to get yeah. money there and I'm going to do this. And that's good yeah. for Instagram. It's like, it's creating a brand. Exactly. Like when I saw Ekin Sue announce that she was doing Dancing on Ice, I was so disappointed. I was so disappointed. It was exactly the thing I felt like she should have immediately said no to. Absolutely. And I think it just shows where she's setting, like she's setting her own ceiling. She's doing the ITV travel show with Davide in the next like, yeah. couple of months. Then she's going to be into Dancing on Ice on ITV. Yeah. It's like your, your trajectory is now, like, you know, you're never going to be as hot yeah. as you are right now. And you need yeah. to monetize on that right now. And by setting your, like your next six months up to be, I'm working with ITV. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, I really, I really didn't see that for you. I really saw... Yep. Broader, bigger. Beyond America, I saw TV. Yeah. Personality and E, e online. And like she could yeah. do so much. Yeah. It, to the point where even like, yes, I understand we found her on reality TV, but becoming a TV personality is harder than people can, you know, think of. And I think she would be a great TV personality. But Again, you're capping yourself. Dancing with ISIS for like people who are on Emmerdale and yeah. need to pay their mortgage. Like, what what are we doing? Like, or for like, what was his name? Ray Quinn. <laughs> like, oh my God, do you remember Ray Quinn? <laughs> he was so good though, wasn't he? Did he come like he was so good? He was so good. No, do you know who I remembered was your one who did, do you remember the one who did Jai Ho? And she got like straight, I'm such a nerd. She did Jai Ho and she got like straight tens. And I... I'm not joking. Sometimes I watch that back, like still to this day. Like it was so good. She did this thing where she was floating, right? One leg on the ice, one leg up at like a 90 degree angle, right? Can you picture it? And she does this with her hands, right? Where she kind of goes like this. And no one else can see this. It's a podcast. Or you can watch it on YouTube. We're on YouTube. You can see what I did just there. Um, And I remember being like, wow, she's dancing on ice. That's (laughs) hilarious. Haley, Haley, Haley Tamadon. I have no idea who you're on about. Oh, sweat. I have no clue who you are talking about. You'd know her now as soon as you'd see her. I do not know who this woman is. Oh my God, I'm such a loser. You are the biggest loser I've ever met, but I love you. I swear to God, it was such impressive. I mean, now that I actually look at the images, it was probably culturally insensitive. Um, just before we started recording another Love Island story, I say broke. It's kind of soft launching around the red tabs. Oh. Um, Chloe and Toby, have they split? What was, I saw the TikTok just before I came on and it was yeah. from Toby. Saying be single, be yeah. real, be single. Yeah. yeah. 
I don't know. I feel like there's been rumors about them splitting pretty much every day since they've left the villa. Really? Yeah. Like, I feel like there's always rumors about the two of them splitting. No? Ooh, oh, I again, think... I feel like I disconnect so fucking much when, <laughs> when they leave. See, I really like Toby. Like, yeah. um, I follow both of them on TikTok. I think they're both really, really funny. I actually like them as a couple. Um, I would be very upset if they split up, actually. I yeah. think I would be invested because I... Their their journey was very uh, tumultuous, oh, so to say good. the least. She was and such a surprising star. I disliked her beyond in in, in like hey boys right. <laughs> I disliked her so much, and then I've never done a one eighty quicker because yeah. she soon became my favorite person because I just like people who are like unapologetically themselves. Yeah. And yeah. she was just like, I don't care. Like, this is just yeah. who I am. And if you don't like it, you don't like it. Oh, she was so good. And I just think <laughs> forever we will be referencing, forever we will be referencing. It wasn't a test for me. It was for you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and like, oh, I just think it, in one moment, Chloe just shut down every future Casa more mm-hmm. dilemma. Because you're just like, refer to Chloe. Like, yeah. you failed. Exactly. You failed. Exactly. Like yeah. it's so good. So yeah, I would be sad if they broke. I went before we jumped on to record, I checked their socials. They hadn't put up like a me and Chloe have decided that we're better off. Okay. I haven't seen one of those arseholy statements okay. going around yeah. the internet. But I also don't think that's how they do it. Maybe, maybe the be sing maybe the be real be single thing is how Toby would do it. Knowing Toby, I don't put it past him. Yeah. Um yeah. oh yeah, we'll see. Keep keep our eyes open. Keep our eyes open. I saw somewhere that they're splitting, but they are currently working out the logistics because they're living in an Essex home together. Yeah. And I was like, is that not the most depressing idea ever that they're like, we're just going to figure out what we're going to do with this like massive gaff that we're renting in Essex. And oh, gosh, gosh, gosh. Awful. You are not watching Married at First Sight UK. This we're on to another one, guys, just in case anyone just got a bit of woo. Um, Woo, on to the next one. You're not watching it, but you're getting drip fed through TikTok. I am. What is your awareness of this series? I want to start off by saying, Go on. I do love Married at First Sight. Yes. But the UK busy, one busy stresses bee. me on. Yeah. The UK, not, not even. The UK one stresses me out. The, um, and I've, my point has been proven this season again. Okay. The experts do not join people for love. They join people for carnage. Okay, and I cannot, what I tried, I watched the first, I think it was the first or the second episode, the one where we saw Whitney and Duca. And I was like, this isn't, I, I can't yeah. do this. I won't do this for myself. She literally despises this man. He can't do anything right. Yeah. Um, I understand that. So Duca and Whitney aren't together anymore. Whitney's with the guy with the tats. Um, yeah. And he was Ash, yeah. the girl with the red hair And she was like kind of apparently overly sexual Correct me if I'm wrong, I don't know And yeah. was saying she wants to like suck him off I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong um, Not wrong <laughs> And then um, Love Keisha Keisha and Kwame, yeah Keisha was brilliant Keisha is fantastic Do you know what I think, I, it was such a shame with Keisha Because I feel like Keisha was bubbling onto the surface the whole season. And every mm. once in a while, you get that full view of her, like really understanding mm. the mind fuckery of other people. But yeah. I felt like we didn't see enough of it. And by the yeah. time it came to them deciding they were going to go their separate ways, it sounded as if she came in really hot and was like, I'm out. I fucking can't with this guy. But you knew it was bubbling. But we just never saw it. Oh, yeah. Like that was my only disappointment with Keisha. And I don't know, was that, a, was that a her thing or was that a production and edit thing? I think it was potentially a bit of both. Yeah. Um, 
But she came out, her and Kwame, he was just like, so they did home visits and he like wouldn't bring her to her home because he was like, I'm a really private guy, but this park is really important to me. She's like sat there in this fucking park being like, "Mm -hmm, yeah, okay, cool. I told you about like my deepest and darkest secrets and you're bringing me to your local fucking park. Like what the hell? He was just not into it. He just wasn't into it. And she was like trying to commit. He just wasn't into it. But she put up like all her wedding pictures on Instagram. I, I don't know if you saw that. She put it up last week to be like, good <laughs> luck to the rest of the couples on your journey. Like I've had such a good time. But she had like scribbled out Kwame in all of the pictures. And it was just like the most beautiful shade. And I apparently he it. was pissed about it. The reunion's on tonight and I fucking can't wait. <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. No. It's going to kick off. It's going to kick off. It's such a good show. And I feel like, I, the only thing I feel about it is that the pacing is kind of weird. Like I, that's the only thing that I'm like, oh, the pacing kind of kills me. It's like they spend so long getting through all of the marriages. They spend mm. so long getting through all of the honeymoons. Yeah. And then you feel like when they're actually living together and all the dinner party stuff, which is the best bit, yeah. kind of flies by. Yeah. And that's my only thing with it. It's my only thing. But I love oh. the reunions on this show because they really bring out the receipts. It's so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They like they like play clips and stuff. Like so oh, they'll okay. show, they'll show clips of what people have said about each other and like say the couple that played away on their partners will see the scene that they did their like chatting and like they really don't let you away with anything on channel four it's brilliant so love it love it the messier the better i mean we say that and then there's one guy who i'm sure george (gasps) i'm sure has i'm sure this has made its way to tiktok i'm pretty sure there's yeah um george was one of the finalists on this year on maths this year and he was with a girl called april who was a former miss gb or miss uk i think miss gb um they recommitted in final vows spoiler sorry they did you saw it coming don't don't give it to me um but they are no longer together he is no longer a part of the show and he won't be in the reunion either tonight or tomorrow night mm-hmm. because george was arrested i think three weeks ago after three of his exes exes alleged that he was emotionally abusive now couple of statements here met police came out and said that a four-year-old man george was arrested by met officers on the 29th of september on suspicion of controlling course of behavior he was taken to a police station and subsequently bailed to return pending further inquiries this follows an allegation of controlling course of behavior and harassment reported to the met on the 26th of September. Now, E4 made a statement shortly after that saying, we work incredibly closely with our production partners to ensure all Married at First Sight UK contributions. Contributors are subject to rigorous background and psychological checks, including the most detailed police checks a production is able to undertake. Any allegations of this nature are taken very seriously by Channel 4. Now, I will say that when these allegations came out and he was arrested, mm-hmm. Channel 4 didn't change any of the footage. They didn't remove him from any of the episodes. They aired the season as was planned. He mm-hmm. just was not invited to the reunion. So okay. I'm kind of like, mm, you were happy to keep him in the show though. Like you were kind of mm. happy to keep him in the show. Mm. But it's just such a, it's so, it brings up that question again of like the vetting of reality TV stars and what, and like they say there, you know, the police checks that a production is able to undertake. What, how, how far can they get access? Because yeah. if there was no police reports made about these, you know, allegations originally, then maybe there was nothing to find. And it just, yeah. it kind of raises the question of how, how responsible can production be held when it comes to stuff like this? Like yeah. how deep can they dig? I feel like specifically with maths though, their duty of care is more 
and I, because there is a literal psychologist on the like experts and I'm not being funny. You only have to watch a little bit of that man to know that he is not right in the head. Yeah. Like he was so weird. And yeah. I, I feel like without getting too, you know, heavy or whatever, there is a world in which reality TV can exist, but we have to keep the people safe for it to continue because we can't keep having the same stuff cropping up with like men and women who do crappy behavior, crappy stuff. And then even like, for example, what's her name? Remember Faye from yeah. Love I Love Got to Go Back? But even that whole thing, that whole blow up, and it was like, this is so unnecessary to happen. Like we sh- either we shouldn't have been made to watch it, but also that part, Teddy didn't have to go through that. Yeah. And the same yeah. with this whole math situation. Like more can be done. But then are they willing to do it? I don't know. Yeah. It's it's really interesting because I feel like what you're saying is, and it's it's constantly that debate for fans and I imagine production as well of like, you know, how much do you sanitize because you lose some of the the grit and the edge and the entertainment yeah. and all that yeah. kind of stuff. But there is there is a a, a pattern here of people who have the kind of personality to want to audition for reality shows and take part in reality shows mm-hmm. there's a high percentage of those people who have kind of weird yep. shit in their past and like yep. weird behaviors and it's like there's definitely someone who did a thesis somewhere on this and if yeah. you did please send it to me because i'd love to read it yeah um and i just i find that without dehumanizing the people who are actually victim of it i find it interesting to be like why what is it about this space that people because and I, I'm, I'll reference Housewives, we're going to get to it in a second, but, um, you know, the, you always hear Housewives say, like, the one thing I would say to anyone who's thinking about coming on a Housewives show, if you have any skeletons in your closet, don't go on. Like, mm-hmm. don't go on because they will be dug up. Mm-hmm. And, like, we hear that all the time with when there's legal issues with different Housewives and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I just wonder, like, what... I don't know. And obviously, look, maybe there wasn't allegations formally made against George before. And he says that he is innocent. He denies all allegations um, because he says that he is, quote, the father of daughters, which means he can't hate women. That means nothing. It's another podcast. We won't unpack it here. Yeah. Um, Let's just say that's (laughs) an idiotic statement to make in the face of what he's being what he's being charged with. But I, I just find it really curious that there are so many of these stories across the reality TV space. Um, I think I think people want fame though. Mm. Nobody wants to just be rich and not known. Once you get to a certain level, like people want fame, people want that the clout. Like I think it's that's what's the common denominator. Yeah, a lot of the people who, like you're saying, have skeletons in their closet, but yeah. also so fame hungry that they're just kind of like, I'll con my way through it or whatever. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that's what that's what's the the common denominator between all mm. of them and then there's people on the show who you kind of question like did you genuinely go on this to find love because there are oh. some people that I'm like it does seem like you did like it yeah. does seem like you genuinely thought this is it this is yeah. I'm gonna meet my life partner and I'm like why honey why did you think that <laughs> why would you do that to yourself no. but I think I think for example like married at first sight Australia I love it because love it majority of the people who go on there I will say genuinely are looking for love it's kind of like 
Love is Blind, like the first season, yeah. where a lot of the people were genuinely looking to be like set up. Yeah. And I think the formula for shows like that is you have to have majority of the people wanting to find love and then like a sprinkle of chaos. Of performers, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But if you have 80% performative chaotic behavior, it's ne- it's just going to be carnage. And yeah. yeah, fine, you get, you know, viral moments, whatever. But I don't know. I, I love love. That's why I love these reality Would you TV ever do shows. it? Would you ever do maths? UK, no. Australia, you would. Australia or US, potentially. Okay. Um, Putting it out there, guys. Come on. Someone's <laughs> got to know somebody. <laughs> right? Grab me. I'm ready. Um, but I would take it seriously. That's the thing. Like, don't play. Would you? I would. would you actually? I like, I genuinely want to find someone. And I love the idea of like being set up by a professional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, or like the idea of like not seeing each other and like talking through a pod. Like that to me is like. Talking through a pod. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And I'm, the, you're in this brief boat with me, Zarel. Stop it. We are both losers. <laughs> <laughs> me here like who's Hayley Tomlinson and you're like I love the idea of talking through a pod <laughs> I do I do so um, yeah I would do it but yeah I wouldn't do the UK one absolutely no not. I don't think and do you know what as well like and and then this means that I'm just not genuine but like you don't gain enough from the UK one to risk it do you know what I mean? Like the success rate is not that good. Oh yeah. Financially, you're not going to make a career out of it. No, Whereas no. in Australia, it's like success rate is a bit better, but also yeah. financially you stand to earn a little bit more. Yeah. So like yeah. it's kind of a win-win. Either you find yeah. love and you do well, or you find money and you do well. And exactly. it's like, yeah, those odds are in your favor. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have never discussed our next topic and I'm excited to get into it because I don't know what your relationship is with the shows mm-hmm. and what you watch and what you don't but it was mm-hmm. a big weekend yeah i presume you were as glued as i was it was bravo con which mm-hmm. is the comic con for bravo freaks mm-hmm. like us and mm-hmm. i know i discuss it every week but there's lots of news guys so we're going to discuss it more mm-hmm. can i first ask what is yeah. your relationship with housewives what do you watch or bravo in general what do you watch where Here's are we in the now. yeah go i watch atlanta Potomac, uh, Salt Lake City, mm-hmm. um, Orange County. Okay. Basically nearly all of them. Okay. Let me stop doing the rundown. Every one of them apart from New Jersey is okay. what I watch. However, I dip in and out because sometimes the seasons are so toxic that I'm like, I don't, I don't want to watch this every week. Um, or they've got crap cast. Like the cast just isn't pulling me in. Okay. Okay. So, but I am very up to date with like Beverly Hills, Potomac, Atlanta, um, Orange County. Um, okay. Yeah. So I love Housewives. Bravo as a whole. I, 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 I wouldn't say I watch everything. Yeah. I haven't branched out yet. I know that I want to do Summer House and Winter okay. House. I want to do them. But I, What's it about? It's, it's like a group of young people move into a house for a summer. So kind of Love Island vibes, but not like they're not like all in bikinis and stuff all the yeah. time. It's not that kind of game show type vibe. Um, okay. And then it's it. There's a spinoff called Winter House, which is obviously the winter months. Yeah. Um, and apparently that was amazing. And I think that's okay. probably where I'll go next because I blow deck is too much. I yeah. Married to Med is meant to be really good as well, but I, oh. I just haven't got there. 
It is good, I, but I've dipped in and out, but it is good. Um, okay. I would, yeah, I really like Married to Medicine. Um, I'm kind of the same as you, except for I have watched New Jersey. I haven't watched OC and I'm halfway through Atlanta because I did all the big ones first. I did like Beverly Hills, New York, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And then I just couldn't face Atlanta as well because it was like 14 seasons or so. I was like, this is too much. Yeah. So I'm I'm on season, I think, four of Atlanta. And oh I'm really God. excited because I'm just like, I'm just starting to get to like where it's like, it's, you yeah. know what I mean? Like that gorgeous yeah. part where it's like, it's clicking yeah. and you've got all the girls and it's all the good people. Like I haven't met Portia or Kenya or any of them yet. Like Cynthia and Phaedra are just after joining. So it's like, I'm really excited about yeah, like, yeah. the next. Yeah, You've got so many good things coming. Oh, we're in such a good place. And yeah. I feel like it's going to give me a broader understanding of the Bravo like franchise. Because yeah. obviously, like the further you get into it, the more you understand about like the production and all that. And I just mm-hmm. find it really interesting that Atlanta is the best paid city and that Candy Burris is the best paid housewife. And like culturally it probably has the biggest influence based yep. on all the all the shows so I'm yep. excited to kind of get into that a little bit more but it did mean that the Atlanta stuff at BravoCon kind of went over my head but I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't think there was a huge amount of news from Atlanta no, no. okay we're Atlanta, close also this season of Atlanta wasn't my favorite okay so Marlo got her peach yeah that was finally. the big news right yeah. yes but yeah, Marla got her peach And then they had this other girl called like Sonia With this woman And uh, okay, she didn't really do much Okay it, it, You know when it just You're lack, you're lacking One One person or one thing that's like integral It all felt like flitty And yeah. like kind of surface level There was nothing that was like grounding it Um, And I think they're still trying to find their boots Because basically Once Portia, Nini And Phaedra left the show was still good, but yeah. Candy doesn't give that much as an OG. Cherie doesn't give that much as an OG. Like Kenya gives some, but she's a bit too shady sometimes and a bit too toxic. Like you kind of need you can to enjoy it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you didn't miss much. There was not much news. Yeah. Missed or and I feel like news. that's kind of like what happened with New York as well. You kind of lost the, the fun toxic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you, you lost the kind of, the Beth like the cut from Bethany that you'd be like yes. that was actually so good that like yes. she just but then it just got to this real like nasty like yeah. I don't want I don't want Ramona to be the only person oh. who's giving me shade because yeah. it's just like it's yucky and I just yeah. don't want it yeah but so one of the biggest stories to come out of Bravocon was obviously the Roni reboot we're getting a brand new mm-hmm. cast we're getting two there's going to be Legacy and the main show and they announced the new cast for the main show mm-hmm. and like I, I just saw them walk out and I was like, I was like, oh, girls, we're going to be friends. Like, we're, we're going to be friends. I'm so excited. And like, I, I don't know what it is, but if I, I feel optimistic about the lineup. Really? Yeah. Do you not? I feel like they shouldn't have scrapped everything. Okay. Fresh. I think that's rogue because what keeps people in it is you've got integrity. Yeah. You know, there's a pattern. There's, I, I, for me to now have to invest in six, seven new women, understand them, unless they're bringing it from the jump and it's, it's zingy from the, from the get go. Yeah. I don't know how invested I will be. My, my source of optimism is that 
the last BravoCon, they announced Salt Lake City and hmm. people were like, oh, what? Like people were so excited for what city it was going to be. They were like, it's going to be Nashville. It's going to be Dallas. Like it's going to be all these ones, right? Yeah. And they announced Salt Lake City. People were like, oh, and there wasn't much like positive energy. People weren't like, oh, it's going to be really, really good. Yeah. yeah. And like Salt Lake City has only just returned to its third season, like in the last couple of weeks. And yeah. I'm like, this is some of the best Housewives drama I've I've seen in my whole it's unbelievable it's such a good cast and like at different times they're good like like sometimes I'm like what is Meredith's point and then I see an episode with her and I'm like Meredith is this character yeah if even if you don't like her she's such an interesting character that you're like brilliant Lisa you're like I could never be friends with you but also I want to have a drink with you because I just think you're so and it's that's what makes me optimistic is like that was such a recently cast show Mm -hmm. That it makes me think that like they've ju- they've had a pretty good win very recently, and I just think Jenna Lyons. I think there's some really interesting names there, and it's going to bring us to different parts of New York. Like we're not going to be at the Regency every week in like you know downtown. That's Manhattan. the only good thing. Yeah. yeah, I feel like that's the only thing with New York that annoys me is it is just a certain type of New York woman that they kind of get on. Yeah. And, and that was, that's what I loved about having Bethany on there. Cause she bought like another, and even Jill, I loved her. And you know what I mean? Like yeah. you have all of these and even what's her name? Scatty lady. Sonia. Dorinda. Oh, Dorinda. Oh. I loved Dorinda until she took a turn. But when she first came on, <laughs> she was great. She was so great So great And then her last season With Tinsley Where she was just like Harassing her I was like I can't watch you do this Dorinda Awful 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 to watch Awful Dorinda obviously asked She asked at BravoCon At one of the Ask Andy panels When she would be put Or when she would be Coming off pause Because she famously thinks That that's Different to being fired Yeah Um, And he is saying Her time is coming So it seems as if She's coming to legacy Like it seems as if She's going to be on it Okay. Which I, it kind of annoys me because it feels like she's being rewarded for bad behavior. But I also yeah. just think we'll we'll benefit in the long run. You know. Well, I just did you watch Girls Trip when? Yeah, they were in the house? I didn't love her on it. I hated her on yeah. it. She's crazy. Like the yeah. thing is, she has moments where I'm like, oh my god, you are TV gold, and then she just goes that smidge too far, and then you're like, yeah. oh, here we go again. Yeah. Like, she, what do you think she, Jill is right because Jill said it she was like the fame just got to her and she just doesn't she can't like self-regulate and I just I feel like that's it I feel like she just she's so aware of like the moments and like what's going to be talked about in social media and like what's my next clip and like mm-hmm. all, she walks on stage all the time like doing her own catchphrases which I just mm-hmm. think is naff like Ooh. it's for the fans to do that to you and you'd be like oh yeah that's cute you're not the yeah. meant to be the one being like clip yeah. like yeah. it's just not cute and I just feel like, did she get caught up in just the housewives machine? Like, yeah, I, I, I mean, I can believe it. It seems yeah. that way. Um, but yeah, I bring back old school Dorinda. She was great. Not, old school Dorinda was so good. So good. So good. So much fun as well. Like, yeah, yeah. her creepy yeah. Christmas decorations and stuff. I really <laughs> love this. I love this. Yeah. Um, elsewhere there was quite a lot of drama with Beverly Hills there was massive cues to get into it it was one of the most eagerly anticipated panels mm-hmm. much because they didn't think everyone was going to be there and last minute it was confirmed that Lisa Rinna was going to be there and she was and she arrived and she got booed on stage which yep. I mean I kind of know why like you you can't argue with why 
We know why. We know Tough why. Tough season for Lisa Rinna. Do you think it's her last? Do I think it's her last? Like a prophecy, Sorel, tell me. <laughs> I'm, I'm 50-50 and I'll tell okay. you why. I think mm-hmm. it could be her last because she, it, it, it got so toxic and like unnecessary yeah. at the end. However, up until that whole Kathy thing, she was tolerable for the season and even had some decent moments. There was times where I was like, oh, you're kind of annoying. Yeah. But for the most part, not out of regular Lisa Renner world, but the Kathy thing just was so unnecessary and yeah. the way she went about it. Um, and I also yeah. think that Andy has a soft spot for her. He has a soft spot for her. Yeah. And I, I think, and I and you also have to consider as well, like, like Erica Jane is, has her, 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 her job is secure for like the next yeah. couple of seasons because yeah. she's, she's going to be the storyline. And yeah. whether you like Lisa Renner or not, and most people don't right now, she got one of the biggest reactions at BravoCon. Like it was mm. the reaction that everyone was talking about. Yeah. Like, and, and if there's anyone who can take it, not that they should have to, Lisa Renner is one of those characters who kind of seems to, to bounce off that energy as well. Yeah. And you just wonder from a production side of you, do they say, let's give her one more and see, like, yeah. let's really lean into Lisa Rinna as the villain. Like yeah. I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think it's such a, it's such a classic thing with people who watch Housewives and I'm learning this as a relatively new person to the franchise. Like when they're, when they're really annoying you, you're like, oh, they need to go, they need to go. And then they go and you're like, I miss them. Yep. I miss them. Yep. And it's and like. Also, I, she could rebrand if she wanted to. She could absolutely come back and rebrand. It's yeah. happened before. It will continue to happen. This is not something she can't come back from. Yeah. But knowing what I know of Lisa Renner, I doubt she wants to. She She's going to die with this Kathy story, which has been completely blown out of proportion. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. She, she'll bring the ratings yeah. because people will be coming on to see the carnage. Yeah. But it's whether or not we want a toxic season. I just think it's time to swap the dynamics on Beverly Hills. I think the one of the best parts of this season was watching the breakdown between Kyle and Erica and Lisa and yeah. actually seeing that finally dissolve a little bit and let yeah. and and not have them blindly back each other just because they're friends. Because yeah. people say, oh, but they're friends. They're meant to do that. They're also paid reality TV stars. Yeah. And yeah. if it was just friendships we were watching, then that's fine. But they're paid to, to give us these moments. And yeah. I don't want them to sit in, sit on the fence and sit in that comfortable space of, well, she's my yeah. friend. Yeah. And I would love to see that sway in the, the allegiances. And I would love to see Garcelle stop being the kind of, the other like the person trying to speak sense to them like yes. Garcelle is like the future of this show she's going to be one of the main stars on it for the foreseeable I think she's an amazing yeah. addition to the cast yeah as is Sutton even though she can be incredibly annoying yeah and as is Crystal even though she can be a little bit quiet they're like an ex- they're like a really interesting new kind of grouping to bring in and I would love to see another person brought in that sits Somewhere between like a kind of a a Kyle and a Garcelle, somewhere in that space where that power dynamic can then flow back and forth because that's what makes it enjoyable because you don't know who's going to win each argument because there's like a toss up in the numbers, you know? Yeah, I think, um, yeah, I I agree. I think Crystal, 
<laughs> I think she's good. I, I know what you're saying she's really cool. I think potentially as a friend of, but then I think as a friend of, she'd probably just fully take her foot off the pedal. But I think sometimes she can come in with like some real like reality checks for the group. And like, I've seen moments this season where I'm like, we need more of that. You're yeah. more of that. But I, I, I think she, she, this is her, what, her second one? Oh, this is her second. This is is second. it second or third? Sec- second? Let's say second. Let's say second. Let's yeah. say second. I'm going to Google it. I think she can, she can bring more. She can bring yeah. more because it's once the whole Erica thing kind of dies down, mm-hmm. um, we won't really, I don't know. All she seems to be doing right now is kind of giving people reality checks, but I also want, I need more from her. I don't know yeah. what it is I need, but I need more from her. Yeah. Um, I think Garcelle and Sutton fab. Sutton is absolutely batty, but I love her because She's just she's such good battiness. Isn't yeah. it? So like it's real good kind of madness. I love it. It's mad. Even when yeah. she made that comment about Dorit and it was like, oh my God, this is wildly insensitive. But also at the same time, like you, this is this, this, this is what TV is because like, yeah. what the hell did you just say? This is you at your authentic self. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's mad. And completely oblivious and unaware to how like, like not okay it was that she said yeah. that. Um, but also she takes accountability and like apologizes. Like I, I do like her. Yeah. Um, I think Kyle is annoying. Okay. Okay. Um, mainly because she sits on the fence. Mm. I cannot stand the fact that she like even at, at the reunion when she was like standing up for Diana. Diana. Oh. And I was like, what are you doing? Pencil, pencil. I was like, oh my oh, God. God. Are you? That was honestly one of the most outrageous moments. And how Garcelle was able to sit there. And honestly? Like, the, like, for anyone who doesn't know, Garcelle's 14-year-old son was yeah. viciously attacked on social media, was threatened with racial slurs mm-hmm. was like got death threats like like horrific stuff horrific mm-hmm. stuff and one comment in particular that he got was in reference to George Floyd it was like something about kneeling on the neck and Diana's name was in the text that he got sent he screenshot mm-hmm. it and put it up being like this is too far I need this to stop he's 14 years of age mm-hmm. and Diana had the nerve in the reunion to say he should have removed my name and, and how the rest of the women were like yeah, that's a fair request. He's yeah. 14 years of age. And, and it was it was outrageous. outrageous. I really felt for Garcelle because in that moment, you are already drained and tired from like everything. Like you don't even necessarily want to be the one. I know people are like, oh, you don't need your friends to fight your battle. But in that moment, the other women should have stepped up and been like, no, that yeah. is a ridiculous request yeah. to make from a 14-year-old who's literally yeah. been berated online. Yeah. Like you are a grown woman, just like that's not okay. It's not yeah. okay. Um, so yeah, Kyle irritates me. And I don't like the way she treats Kathy. And I really like Kathy. I think she's funny. Um, but Kyle can't go at the same Kyle time. Can't, she can't go. She so can't that, go. that's why I'm like, we need someone to make Kyle better. We need someone yeah. to come in to even just challenge Kyle because I think we'd actually enjoy Kyle if she was getting more regularly challenged and not winning. You when know I mean? Kyle had Lisa Vanderpump, it was fantastic fun. because Lisa called out all of the crap. Yeah, right? it was fun. It was fun. It was fun. They had a great relationship. Now that 
she doesn't have that person. It's just, I don't know, it's weird. But I do think there will be drama with Dorit and Erica, potentially. Sorry, yeah, who is the who's the next Bravo Liberty couple that's going to split? And Erica Jane said PK and Dorit. Yeah. And then, and then Dorit responded, didn't she? Did she say yeah. something? Like she misery? Misery loves company. Yes, that was it, that was it. And, and then for all of those who know us, as in her and PK, you know, like, what our relationship means to us, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, why did Erica do that? Well, I Honestly, why? There's an endless list of people you could easily pick. Easily. Like, endless. You picked. Like, even Andy's face was like, what? Yeah. Like, why have you done that? Like, why have you just thrown that grin? And then she sat there doing this thing with her hair. Like, yes, I give you moments. And it's like, Erica, like, please stop. Yeah. Please yeah. stop. I can't. One of my friends is like a hardcore Erica Stan. Yeah. She's like, I love her so much. I'm like, I can't. This is what I really don't want us to not be friends anymore because you love Erica Jane, but like, I can't. Erica, it's too I, much. I, just, I loved Erica. Yeah. You just turned. Then we got to know her and we're like, oh, actually, it's pretty You're dark not, in here. We're going to just. Yeah. Gonna not just a nice person. No. Not a nice person. I want to quickly cover, because I know we've been talking about this for it, but I want to quickly cover this show because I feel like you love it as much as I do. Potomac. Potomac is, I, I would say it's probably my favorite of all of them. And, and I forget about it when it's not on and I kind of flip between the others. And then it comes back and I'm like, you can't argue. Potomac is just. 100%. Yeah, at this moment in time. And yeah, but it's 100%. oh, it's so good. It's so good. And what I a saw, good cast. I saw the, a tweet saying what makes Potomac so good is the fact that the cast being drama, shade, yeah. and fun. Yeah. Like, even if they're like, for example, when Karen and Giselle go through it, they are able to go on girls' trips and have some fun. Like, the other <laughs> franchises struggle to do that because yeah. they just hate each other like literally venom yeah. do you but, remember when do you remember when ray was going karen's husband was going through all the tax issues and he had like not paid his taxes and giselle wore the t-shirt hashtag tax reform and i was like i fucking love you so much like this is the kind of bullshit i need on my wild, reality wild. and karen with the biggest gucci belt you could possibly buy being like you're tacky as hell giselle it's just like I love this so much. It's such so a show. And, and it's exactly that. And it's even when you know that there's been some really serious beef going on and like some really serious feuding. Yeah. It never takes away from the job that they have to do. Yeah. And I think that group of women understands better than any other ensemble cast. Yeah. What the assignment is. And I 100. think. There's no, me, Mia's not the strongest, but she still adds a, a, a level of madness that I kind of enjoy. But there's no like weak link. There's no what? one on, on Potomac that I'm like, they obviously have to go. It's such a good cast. You've got some really interesting partners. Yeah. I am so excited for Ashley Darby's single season. Yeah. And like what we're going to see of her post the worst husband in the world. Like oh. I'm excited Michael Darby is one of the worst house husbands I've ever seen on this ranch it's so exciting yeah um we got a couple of moments at BravoCon Ashley is being shipped with Luke Gulbranson who I think is from Summer House yes very attractive man yeah um they are really leaning into that fandom which again I think is more of a business decision than a romance decision yeah but I love that Ashley has that 
have your fun. Yeah. Absolutely. Have your fun, babe. Yeah. Absolutely. We also saw Robin and Karen getting very spicy at their panel. They seem yeah. to be really locking horns. And then Cynthia Bailey, who I am only, so I knew Cynthia Bailey from Ultimate Girls Trip, but yeah. I'm only now getting to know her on Atlanta. Okay. And I'm meeting her now with her boyfriend, potential husband, Peter Thompson, Peter. Thomas. Right. And he is now linked to Giselle and Potomac. So it's, yes. it's like such a good time for me to be getting there because I'm understanding who he is at the yeah. same time as I'm watching yeah. him be introduced to Potomac. So what is the story there? With Peter and Cynthia? So they're exes, right? But he, how is he linked to Giselle? It's like a romance? Well, apparently. So that's what they've teased is that Peter has this romantic connection with Giselle, but also I think he has a bar in Potomac. That's how, that's why he's in the yes. area. Yeah. Um, and I think they're trying to make it link him to someone else who's uh, Wendy and Wendy. Her starting her own like lounge or whatever. Um, but Peter and Cynthia's relationship, I won't give away spoilers, but it was wild. Okay. Yeah. Um, they had some really good moments. Okay. And they had some moments that you were like, what is happening right now? I'm so excited. And Peter ends up becoming a big personality on his own. Yeah, because I always and, see memes of him being like a real housewife. Yeah. So, so yeah. him and Nini have this blowout scene where she basically calls him Patricia. Um, <laughs> and she's like, you are a housewife, stay out of our business. I won't tell you what the full argument was about, but yeah. So he now has like, he's got his own brand in Bravo, basically. Okay. So it makes sense that he could jump over to. I'm to so present. excited. I'm so excited to get the context to all of these stories, because yeah. as soon as I saw the Giselle rumors about her being linked to him, I was like, I need to catch up in Atlanta. Like I need because yes. I, I I love Potomac so much that so I wouldn't good. want the viewing experience of watching it to be ruined because I haven't watched something else. Yeah. So yeah. it's like. Yeah, so I'm put, it's putting me through Atlanta, but I'm I'm glad to be there. Um, right, we'll, we'll park it because I feel like I could keep talking about Housewives. Honestly, I forget how forever. much I love talking about reality TV. Like, and I don't really have anyone in my real life who I can like just be like, oh my god, did you watch A B C D and pick up the phone and call? Like, I'm gonna start calling you. <laughs> I'm like, this is really rude. I'm <laughs> right here. I'm sorry, I looking right here. Sorry. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm gonna start shadiest shit you've ever done. Are you for real? I have nobody in my life that I can talk to about all the things that I love, like the stuff I just spoke about with you. I'm nobody I can talk to about that. No, what the no, fuck? No, I met I I was coming to the end. You didn't have to me. I'm gonna start calling you. Forgive me. <laughs> You're like in space again. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm never going to be able to get that image of me sideways in intergalactica out I of my head. Honestly, I hope I hope we were recording. Honestly, <laughs> I really see the moment you just pop back in, like on a ninety degree angle. Other than reality TV, yes. Um, what have you been loving this week? Is there anything that has jumped out to you, be it television, food, anything at all that has made you happy in the last week? Yes. Okay. Strictly. What? Strictly come dancing? Oh, <laughs> I did not think that's what you said. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay, okay, strictly. Okay, didn't think of you as a hardcore strictly fan. That's a lie. Most people don't think that, but I love you're like literally. I will be doing the Paso Doble in my living room by myself. I love it. Um, so that's been giving me some joy. Okay. I haven't been up to date with Bake Off. Bake Off has not captured me this year. I don't, it just hasn't. There's, there's not even like one person who I like. Oh, I want. Having said that, there's a really good looking. I don't know where he's from. Good looking man. But other than that, I'm like I don't really care. Yeah. And that's not enough to keep me coming back. No, and it's clashed with maths for me. So I'm just like I can't. Oh. I can't do both. And it's yeah. I watch it now, like kind of, but I never watch it like up to date. And I don't yeah. mind if I see spoilers, which is so unlike bat with Bake Off. So yeah, it it hasn't grabbed me this year at all. And I feel like I've heard a lot of people say that. I'd love to know what the viewing figures are like this year. Yeah. If it's dropped at all. Um, it almost feels like it's too early or something. Like we're not at bake-off season yet, but we absolutely are. Yeah. I but know, I also weird. think that's another TV show that needs a shake-up with presenters because... Yeah. Just putting it out there. But anyways. <laughs> I hear what you um, want yeah. Other um, than that, nothing much. TV. I, I yeah. would recommend The Watcher. So this is the new, this is the new Netflix series, right? And I... I didn't think it was for me and my girlfriend started watching it yesterday because I was like arsing around on my phone I was lads I was in such a funk yesterday I was in a horrible yeah. horrible mood where it was just like really drained like horrible mood oh, no. and yeah like really just do you only get those days you're like oh, I just yeah. feel so yuck and I don't yeah. I'm not happy and it's like it's not nice so I was just like on my phone I didn't really want to focus on the tv and this show like drew me in and mm-hmm. so we're gonna finish it tonight I think we've two more episodes to watch it's I think it's the top performer on Netflix at the minute. It's booted Jeffrey Dahmer. So, you know, people are a bit interested. It is about, let me get my notes up because I will definitely butcher it. It's Ryan Murphy. So you can Mm -hmm. kind of imagine like the look and feel. Um, But it is based on this family, this married couple and the two kids who moved their dream home in Westfield, New Jersey. And they begin, they move from the big city and it's like this new life for them. And they Mm -hmm. really dig into their savings to be able to afford this amazing house. Mm -hmm. And they start receiving these letters in the post from someone who says that they are called the watcher and Mm -hmm. they're watching them in the house. And it's like this kind of weird, it's a bit sci-fi-y. There's references to like cults and like drinking the blood of youth and like all this kind of stuff. And I absolutely thought it was not for me. And I, it's very much for me. And I'm, and I would say as someone who doesn't love a jump scare. Yeah. We've gotten one, not that bad, not that bad at all. Like definitely a manageable jump scare. It's more the eeriness of like, someone's in the house and like what's happening but I'm still sleeping fine so like for everyone who's actually a little bitch like I am mm-hmm. I actually think there's enough of a narrative that you it's not focused solely on the like ah, there's someone here and you're not yeah, like yeah, oh my yeah. god I'm not gonna sleep tonight like it's really really good Naomi Watts uh Bobby Cannavale who else is in it Jennifer Coolidge is in it oh cool there's like a really really good cast it's really really good I think it's eight like seven or eight episodes Loved it. Like, really surprised, but really, really loved it. Like, we'll finish it tonight, so, I mean, I'm hoping okay. it delivers. In the, Yeah. I know some people have had it ruined on TikTok because one of our friends said she can't watch it because it was ruined on TikTok, which I just... Oh, no. Such a sad sign of the platform. But um, if you haven't, dive in. Okay. I, really I'm like you. I'm not a huge fan of a jump scare or an eerie situation. Like, please don't give me anxiety. I just want to watch TV. Like, yeah. But... And then sometimes you want a bit of a shake, right? You're like... Ooh. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. I have 
there are people in also, you know, I've seen online talking about it and it seems to be getting people buzzy. So I might jump on the bandwagon. I'll give it an episode or two. Give it an time. episode. Yeah, give it an episode and see. You'll get a kind of a vibe of like what kind of yeah. spooks are in it. It's a little bit, it's it's Ryan Murphy. So it's a little bit like theatrical spooky. So I think you can kind of detach it from like stuff that would actually happen in your own gaff. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So we're going to get to some of our listener stories before we wrap up. We have spoken a lot about housewives tonight. We've spoken a lot about relationship dynamics. And one of the things I love about the housewives is a chaotic relationship dynamic and a chaotic friendship because Mm -hmm. they give us that and a plenty. And it got me asking, who are the chaotic friends in your lives? Now, Mm -hmm. I will say, guys, a bit disappointed. Not a huge amount. Not a huge amount of chaotic friends out there. Maybe we all need to spread our rings and find a few crazies to kind of spice (laughs) up our group chats. There was two that stood out. One that I actually am going to have to explain a little bit more to you, but maybe that will embrace our non-Irish listeners. Uh, one person messaged to say, my very shy gal pal had a threesome in a tent at Flakyol in Drada. Okay. So Flakyol is a traditional Irish music festival. Right. Not at all the space where you would envision any okay. kind of kinky banter. Like okay. not, not, not that the space. Okay. Not the vibe. So, like, I can imagine if that story came into the group chat, you're like, wow, yeah. she yeah. really went there, Flack Yol. Okay, cool. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> this is one that it will break all, all kind of barriers of where we live, right? So we'll all get this one. A friend, <laughs> a friend told a saga of how she was traveling solo in Thailand. And on a snorkeling tri- trip, <laughs> she knew she was going to have a shit attack. But the, but the boat had no toilet. So when they went in the water, she told all the other snorkelers to stay in the water on one side of the boat while she swam around to the other side to take a shit in the water. Then as she was swimming away, I'm so sorry if anyone's eating, fish came and swarmed around her to eat the fish. <laughs> A girl came swimming around with a GoPro and my friend had to shout to go away. (laughs) I would just, I would honestly, I would never recover. I would never recover. I would be, can you imagine the anxiety of that? Do you know when you're like caught in a precarious position, you're like, I need to go to the toilet and I'm not in a place where I can do that. And it's the fucking worst feeling of your life. You're like, what the fuck? Can you imagine being in the middle of a fucking ocean in Thailand being like, I actually need to do a dump and I have nowhere to go. Was there no like bin on board or bag? But then where, where do you go with the bin? Like... I'm imagining the boat now is pretty basic. Like if there's no toilet, I'm imagining it's a pretty basic. Like, oh my God, that is, that is my worst fear. My worst. And you know what's worse? It's like, okay, it's already mortifying enough that I have to (laughs) in the ocean. But then the fish congregate around me for (laughs) mealtime. And then oh. a GoPro comes and catches this all in 4K <laughs> HD. What the hell? Oh, I'd, I'd just be like, no, no, no. 
I no, I I actually think I would shut down. I actually think I would just power down in the water. I think I'd be like override, just like totally, totally overwhelmed by what I do. I think I would just totally shut down. What I would do, yeah, is I would pretend to faint. Be taken in the water. I, I before I before we even get into the water. We're not getting. We're not shitting. Oh, in the okay. Ocean. <laughs> Shitting in the ocean is not an option, okay? <laughs> I'm like, so after you've shat in the ocean, what are you doing? Because like, obviously that's the part you wouldn't change. <laughs> Absolutely not shitting in the ocean. On the boat, I feel faint. Oh my God. I feel faint. Hand oh. over it. <laughs> I fall down. As I am on the floor, I shit myself purposefully. <laughs> I am eyes closed. People try and wake me up. I'm, I'm like, oh my god, I can't, I can't. And they take the boat back. They call an ambulance. I oh go my to god. the hospital. It's a they're, whole. And they're deal. like, Sorel, you relieved yourself on the boat, and you're like, and I'll be oh, like, I'm so embarrassed. I didn't even know. I'm so sorry. Knowing full well it was all a performance, and I just needed to shit. But there's no way I'm shitting in the ocean. <sighs> I feel like I would have shat in the ocean. <laughs> I can't. I feel like I would have been like. Where's the only place that I can't be seen? The problem with that is people are I, like, she's made this decision. That was a choice you made. Mm, Mine is involuntary. <laughs> Mine is an involuntary shit. Yours is a choice that you have planned out and you've thought this is the best course of action. Now, I know, I know that this is bad, but there's no way I'm going to have randomers on holiday going back to their friends and being like, this girl shat in the <laughs> Absolutely not. It's it's like, do you know what it is though? It's like I would have, I would have been like, maybe I'll just get in the, maybe, but I would have never thought the fish. The fish. I would have never thought the fish would do me like that. I would have never thought the fish would be like. Oh my god! And they, oh my. Oh, god. Can you imagine the sight of them coming towards you? So I'd be like, what the fuck? Is but also, okay, people are snorkeling on the other side of the boat. We're in water. We're all in the same water. It's going to travel. Like, this is a body of water. Yeah. Yeah. This is a poor plan. I'm sorry. But it's like when people piss in the pool. I'm like, and people are like, everyone does it. I'm like, you're all disgusting. You're all disgusting. Ew. Like, I'm talking if I had no other option and I'm like, I really need, I'm like, maybe I consider the water. But if I'm just like, oh, I don't want to get out and go to the toilet. Get out and go to the toilet. So out of Fucking weirdo. Or go over to, you know where the shower is? The shower you shower before you get into the pool. At least that's got a drain. Go and stand in the shower and switch it on and have we if you physically can't reach the toilet, but yeah. you're already out now. Go to the toilet. It's the fish, man. It's the fish. Fish and the gods. So do you think there's footage of like what, little what would it be though? Would it just little... be her like flailing around in the water? Like floaties. Oh my god, stop. Stop. <laughs> like little fish food. And it always... Wow. Wow, I would have been fucking glued to the group chat if that was coming into my group chat. I'd be like, sorry, you did what? And sorry, what? <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, Guys, look, there might not have been many, but I think that one made up for. That's great. That made That's up. Great. Fantastic. And with that, we are, we're at the end of the episode. I'm feeling so much better after our chat about Yay. our favorite shit, even though you did struggle to decide who could you talk to about <laughs> this stuff. I'm never going to be able to live that down. Right. It is fine. It's fine. No worries. I'll work on it. Yeah, I'll just schedule some more time. 
<laughs> All right, Miss, I met Daniel Craig yesterday. Yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Miss Rel, when, I mean, if you ever want to talk no. again, I've personally really enjoyed my go-to number one is Come definitely on. you. 100%. Come on. 100%. Who else am I going to go to? I put in the work. Come yeah, on. No. <laughs> we're great. We're, we're a great team. No. Sorry, I'm literally sweating after that conversation with the fish. I'm like, not the fish. <laughs> this is going to keep me up at night because, yeah. wow. Not the watcher. <laughs> It'll be me thinking of your one shitting in the water. Like, <gasps> Chris using the bed like, <gasps> I can't do it. And I'm the type of person who, when I sleep, I think of scenarios. So I'll be plotting how I would be acting out on this boat while I'm okay. and shitting myself. Okay, let me yeah. know. If, let me know if you adapt the plan any further. Yeah, I'll I, let you know. I'll let you know. It came to you too quick. It came to you too quick. <laughs> Sorelle, it's always such a laugh. Oh my it's God. Lovely talking about all the other stuff that we love outside mm-hmm. of the island, even though we got a little mention of that in there. I'm so happy to see you doing so well right now. I know you're busy and I know you're probably stressed off your tree and tired and all that stuff. <laughs> but like, it is so lovely to watch you just absolutely taking all this stuff that's coming your way. So deserved. It's so, oh. so lovely. So, thank so nice. You, thank you so much. And thank you for having me. And thanks for chatting to me and being my friend. <laughs> and I'm just, yeah, I can't wait for, um, I'm going to, because I love to speak things into existence. I can't mm-hmm. wait for this podcast to have a live show. And then I'll be so- and I'm sat front and center. Oh my god! Like eyes beaming. So that's what we're manifesting, girlies. I Let's love. Do you know what? I I know it's so basic, right? But the podcast live shows just make me so happy when I see people do them. I love them. Oh, it's such a They're lovely so thing. Good. Because also, it's everybody who like loves the podcast. Same the flesh together. Yeah. The energy in the room is zingy. Like, oh, can you imagine the housewife chats you. we'd have if there was like right? multiple? Oh, it'd be so it'd be hectic. So good. Hectic. Like so mini good. Bravo. Con- um, yeah exactly <laughs> i can't wait so this anyway, is what i want yeah let's manifest down the line manifest let's yeah. think good things for now you can just subscribe and leave a nice review that'd be great <laughs> yeah so, well, thank you so much thank you for having me Thank you so much to my guest Sorel Madzia for joining me this week on the podcast and thank you to you guys for tuning in each and every week. You can find us over on Instagram and TikTok at don'tquoteme.podcast. Please do continue to show us love over there. It means so much. You can also find us on all of your favorite podcast apps so you can listen whenever and wherever you like. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode and all of the latest goss. We'll talk to you then. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.